This episode is brought to you by Get Out Pass Colorado. Each pass comes with free entry to over 45 venues all across the state, many of which include iconic Colorado destinations like Elitch Gardens, Waterworld, and Monarch Mountain Resort. The one-time yearly fee also means statewide access to amazing venues like indoor rock climbing, bowling, trampoline parks, yoga, and everything in between. Seriously, it's awesome. We love our Get Out Passes because they give us access to all of the activities at least once and some even multiple times per year. It's the ultimate bundle of savings for all your family adventures. The pass costs about $150 a year, but with our special promo code, ColoradoLife40, you can get it for less than $110. That's a $40 savings. Just go to getoutpass.com Colorado and use your exclusive code, ColoradoLife40, to save $40 instantly. My name is Ryan, a born and raised Colorado native. And I'm Carrie, a Texas transplant and a Colorado newbie. And this is the Hashtag Colorado Life Podcast, where we help newcomers and natives explore like a local. Together, we're a married couple living along the Front Range in Colorado. We are so excited about this episode today because we're kind of thinking it as our summer special, although many of the tips and hacks that we're sharing today can be used all year round. So we're thinking that this is our bonus episode that we're releasing in the summer, And today we're talking about little known road trip essentials and travel hacks. And kind of the things that we do that we have used a lot of trial and error to see what really works for us. Because we've gone on a lot of road trips throughout our lives and our relationship rather. Right, yes. And these are things that are going to make it easy for you to pack up and go anywhere, any time of year. We're also sharing some cold climate road trip hacks because, of course, we live in Colorado and you probably are thinking of visiting or you do live in Colorado too. So these things will make sure you're ready for driving or um, traveling in the snow. Yeah. So we actually go down to Arkansas every year from Colorado and we drive all the way to go see your family and go camping. And it's just kind of a tradition that we do. Yeah, so traveling from Colorado to Arkansas is almost 900 miles, and uh, so we have a lot of experience with road trips. We've lived in Colorado for over four years now, just over four years, and uh, throughout that time, we've traveled back and forth to visit my family. They have campgrounds in Arkansas, although my family is originally from Texas, so we've gone to both places many times. Yeah, and we probably drive down there two or three times a year, minimum. We also take a lot of in-state road trips, um, especially as we have lived in Boulder and now we live in Colorado Springs. We travel all over. We've been to Breckenridge. We have been to Winter Park. We take a lot of in-state road trips as well. So we have a lot of experience with that too. Yeah. In 2013, we lived up in Denver for a little while and it was like a temporary live here when we were still like residents of Texas, technically. So we packed our car full it was jammed like you couldn't even see out the back of the car (laughs) there was so much stuff in it yeah that was really funny but it definitely prepared us for moving because we eventually did move to colorado full time Mm -hmm. and uh it was a really funny experience but yeah that was more of like a longer term road trip because we like packed everything up for about six months and then brought it all back yeah kind of makes me miss those uh bachelor days i had where i was like you know what I'm moving to Seattle, and I just, like, pack my car full of stuff, and I move up to Seattle for three years. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's not as easy with the family and stuff now, but I like it. Yeah, so we've had a lot of experience with road trips, and we're excited to share some of our essentials and travel hacks. The first sort of category being starting with planning your trip. 
Should you fly or drive? And which is cheaper? Yeah, there's actually some really cool things online. You could just type in fly versus drive and it'll come up with like a calculator. But we use one from Be Frugal and it's a, well, a fly or drive calculator. And you just kind of type in your destination, how many miles you would go, how much gas cost versus like how much flying would be. And then like, would you be renting a car? Things like that. It kind of takes it all into account. And we do that pretty much every time that we go anywhere. Like we'll fly up to go see my family, but then we've decided that it's actually cheaper to drive. So we go up to Minnesota and go see them and we end up not flying. So I don't know. It's a really cool thing. And that's always step one is see what is best there. Yeah. Whichever is cheaper. We do find, like you said, 90% of the time driving is cheaper. It does take into account like if you have to pay for a hotel. So it's a really useful tool and we definitely recommend that. So if you actually determine that driving is going to be the best, there's a couple apps that we definitely use and we would recommend. Uh, the first one being iExit. You drive down the highway and it tells you like the next 100 miles what the exits are coming up and at what exits are what amenities. So you can be like looking for some coffee and it'll tell you exit 22A or exit 59 are the places where to get coffee. So it's a really useful thing to kind of plan ahead because um, there's a lot of Babe, did you see that road sign? What did it say? Was there a Starbucks on there? I don't know. Let's take it. You know, <laughs> there's no frantic doing that. So. Yeah, it helps to plan it out. Like, especially if you know you're going to be hungry in a couple hours, you can see what exits are coming up so you don't miss really good food places and then end up having to go, say, like a really greasy burger place while you're on the road because that's always fun to have to stop and use the bathroom before. Which, yes, that, that's mm -hmm. very true. We have a funny Burger King story about that where you ate an actual red burger, yeah, like the, the, some special they were doing. The patty was like neon red. That was not fun later. Oh, no, no. The bun was neon red. It yeah. was ridiculous. Mm -hmm. Nope. Uh, another really great app that you can use for planning your road trip is actually called Road Trippers. And they have really cool, um, you can actually use their web app too, along with like um, Apple and Android app. But you just put in your information of like where you're going, like your start and your destination. And then it will tell you really cool destination um, stop offs that you can have, like uh, detours and stuff that you may want to hit, like historical um, places. If there's like pull offs for really cool scenic um pictures that you can take or whatever. So there's lots of stuff in that app that'll tell you what you can do along the way that you may not want to miss. Does it have things like those cheesy generic ones that you would see in like TV where it's like, pull off to go see Nebraska's largest ball of yarn <laughs> or Wyoming's largest replica rocking chair? Yep. It does have super random ones <laughs> as well as more famous ones too. That's funny. So definitely something that I would encourage people to look into, and it's something that we do, and it's just like a peace of mind thing, is AAA. Mm -hmm. um, we've had to get a tow before, and we were completely covered 100%. We didn't have to pay a dang thing because we were using AAA. It can be anywhere from like 80 bucks a year to like 250 if you get like the super premium RV package, all that. But it's really nice to be able to just have that peace of mind that if you run out of gas, if your car breaks down, you'll be able to get a tow truck there very quickly. Um, and also, we have kind of determined that as many times as we stay in hotels throughout the year, that that like 
120 bucks that we pay for AAA, we kind of break even on the savings that we make in the hotel throughout the year. Mm -hmm. Yeah, when you're checking out a hotel and booking with them, you can click on um, like a benefits package and say that you're a AAA customer and they will usually give you like 5 or 10% off of yeah. your whole stay. So it actually does add up over time, especially yeah. when you travel multiple times a year like we do. Uh, one thing I wanted to say is that the AAA incident that we had to need or that we needed a tow for was actually when we were, didn't we have a U-Haul attached and it like the tire went flat too and we had them come out? No, that was just part of the U-Haul thing. But oh, okay. Yeah, we were just parked on the side of the road and then suddenly there was a guy back there changing our tire. <laughs> he didn't even like tell oh. us that he was there. All of a sudden he was like there. Mm-hmm. Oh, that was weird. But yeah, AAA has been um, very helpful in the past to us. Definitely. Another app that I want to mention that is just very personal to us is that we are Holiday Inn Express um, diehards, I guess mm-hmm. you could say. We are part of the rewards program for several years, many years now. And the IHG app has been super helpful. So we earn a lot of points every time we stay at their hotel. And also because we use their credit card, um, we get points back on all of the purchases that we make throughout the year. But even more so bonus Uh, points and stuff when we book our hotel using the um, app and the credit card. So we get a lot of free nights and um, we're able to go down the road and say like, okay, we can go for another two or three hours or five or six. So let's just wait until we get closer to the town where we think we're going to need to sleep and take a break. And then we book the the hotel right from the app. And it's really easy to schedule your trip and plan it when you're able to use it right from the app. You can also call them too. We've done that before to make sure that they have plenty of room or get us in last minute. Um, But like I said, it's really a great program. It's totally free. Um, If you want to get the credit card, you totally can do that too. But we used the free program for a long time before we used the credit card. And it was great. So we definitely recommend that. We have found that the IHG hotels are usually very nice and clean. And they're very inexpensive. Yeah. So we do travel a lot. And we're not going to spend, you know, $150 a night on a hotel. But we want it to be clean. And we want to get free breakfast. And we don't want to pay for parking. And we want free Wi-Fi and all those things. And that's what Holiday Inn Expresses usually give us. Yeah. I think with the IHG thing... We've actually accumulated so many points using it throughout our relationship and then also having the credit card attached to it. I don't think we've actually had to pay for a hotel in a couple years now. Mm-hmm. We, hmm. s- we still have like nine or ten nights free. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, that's cool. Yeah. So it's definitely worth it. So moving on, this is kind of a no-brainer, but it is something you definitely will have to deal with, especially depending on what time of year you're going. Just check your weather along your route. Don't just like... You know, bring it up and where you're leaving from and where you're going. No, check in between. Because we have gotten snuck, stuck in blizzards before. Mm-hmm. And that has been hellacious and the most white knuckle rides ever. Yeah, that was really difficult. Um, we actually got stuck in a blizzard, three foot drifts in Kansas. And we co- they closed down I-70 to, you know, from Kansas to Colorado. And we could not get home. We had to book an extra hotel stay and leave later in the day. And it was... It was a little bit stressful. We handled it very well, and thankfully the van that we had a camper van at the time that we were renting, it did amazingly. But it's definitely important to know the weather, you know, where you're leaving and at your destination, but also along the drive because it can help you figure out what route you want to take or maybe routes you want to avoid. So a lot with construction and there's even toll roads. We're going to talk about that. 
in a bit, but um, it's really good to help you figure out, you know, what route to go on and then also what clothes to bring and even like shoes to wear because as I'm sure you guys know, coming to Colorado or even living here, the weather can change drastically in just a couple of hours. So you could have sunshine and it's really nice outside and then it can even start snowing or hailing at the drop of a hat. So it's really good to have a variety of clothes and shoes and really be prepared. So always make sure to do your errands before you leave. We always try to do it like a couple days prior and we always make sure to get some cash especially because you might run into some random tolls. Mm -hmm. Like one time we were driving through Oklahoma and we pull up to the toll and the lady's like, we accept checks or cash. And we're like, uh... Who carries a checkbook <laughs> yeah. when they're on a road trip? Yeah, each place you got to like stop and write a check for 20 cents or something. It was It was ridiculous. We ended up having to drive one hour in one direction to get to a casino and then drive one hour back to get back on the tollway so that we could get cash mm -hmm. to find an ATM. Yeah, so, the casino had an ATM that we had to find in the middle of nowhere, Oklahoma. And it was like a $10 service fee for that ATM. Oh, yeah, it was crazy. But yeah, so visiting an ATM and getting cash out, definitely do that a couple days before if possible. Um, because there are still some places that don't accept uh, plastic. So Yes. So kind of another no-brainer is just make sure that your car is ready for the trip because there are, like, like your steering fluid or your power steering fluid, your brake fluid, uh, you want to make sure you have enough antifreeze, your oil's good because there's just a lot of things that could go wrong. You don't want that to, like, happen halfway through or you're, like, just started the first leg of your journey and then you're change oil light comes on. No. Make sure all that stuff is good to go beforehand. You can actually just go to like a Jiffy Lube and tell them that you want all of your levels topped off and they will do that for you. Another app that I want to talk about that is really good um, going along with making sure your car is ready is to fill it up with gas. So the FuelCaster web app, so it's fuelcaster.com, you can actually go there and just put in your um, zip code and this can be great to use for any time, but especially on road trips. So you can put in the zip code of wherever you're stopped for the day. Or the name of the the or the name town, of the if you town. Don't know the zip code, mm -hmm. yeah. And uh, it will pull up all of the gas prices in your area and also tell you which ones are cheapest and then which ones are closest. So sometimes the ones that are closest may be more expensive. You may have to drive a little bit to get to the cheapest one. So it can help you plan ahead to fill up with gas before you leave as well as while you're on your trip. And so we found that super useful. Next is mapping out your route. Uh, definitely download Google Maps. Like, what I mean is, obviously, it's probably on your phone, but, like, make sure that it's in, like, offline mode so that it's all downloaded so that when you're in areas where you don't have any service at all, you will still have an idea of where you are because you have the maps downloaded. So important, especially when you're driving through middle of Kansas like we do and sometimes in Oklahoma and other parts of the state where there is no reception you do not want to get stuck with not being able to figure out where you're supposed to turn next so yeah. saving it in offline mode um, for the maps that you where you're traveling and on your route I think you said route but route. I say route route so there we go um yeah you're right is, I did say route. is a really smart is a really smart thing um, one thing that I want to talk about personally, and a lot of women who are listening to this will totally understand it, but I recommend the sit or squat app from Charmin. So Charmin is of course the, um, toilet paper brand, but it's a really useful app. So if as a lady, you understand like, is this bathroom going to be clean or not? And you want to know that. And the app helps you locate and find the cleanest bathroom. Some of which you might have to drive a little bit off the freeway to find, 
Um, or if you're in a town somewhere, you may have to go to like inside of a Target because Target bathrooms are usually pretty clean. But it will give it the uh, the app gives it a sort of rating of is this a place you can sit at or is this a place you're going to have to squat slash hover at? And all the ladies know what I'm talking about with that. So anyway, sit or squat app from Charmin is my recommendation there. Gentlemen, as you know, we'll just opt for the side of the road. Yeah, you guys can just pull off anywhere. That's not <laughs> that's not useful for us that much. So <laughs> another app that we have just started utilizing because we purchased a little trailer um, teardrop trailer that we're using is the All Stays app. And this actually helps you locate free places to park overnight. So these can be rest stops. Sometimes they're even um, out in front of a Walmart or something like that, where you can just stay and sleep for a few hours and you won't be bothered. Nothing's going to happen. Um, and it'll also locate like the most scenic places as well. Sometimes they're out even in front of a like winery or something. And you can check out some really cool wine or whatever the next day. But so allstays.com is really cool for that too. If you have an RV or a camper van or just a camper uh, there's Campendium, which is just an app that you pull up and it tells you like where you are and what is nearby that you could go like rent a space for. Mm-hmm. Super kinda simple. Like, kind of like for KOAs and right. other campgrounds and it'll tell you places you can park your RV or camper van. Yeah, probably that probably includes like stuff that has hookups mm-hmm. more so than like the all stays where you just pull into a Walmart parking lot. Yep. Power down and go to nap. Yeah, and I'll even tell you like the last price that was reported that people paid at different locations. So depending on your budget, and it's quite extensive. Uh, I would say that the website isn't super intuitive because there's so much information on there, but you can definitely find what you're looking for if you just dig a little bit. One thing that we always do, and this is just like our personal thing, I don't know why it just worked out this way, but we tend to always aim to stay in hotels that start with an H. I, I don't know why. Well, yeah, we found that like the Hilton and Hyatt and Holiday Inn and stuff like that, they always have nice hotels. So hotels that start with an H, maybe that's a little travel hack you can keep an eye out for. They always seem to be clean, pretty, you know, within our budget, pretty inexpensive, not too crazy. And usually they have like free parking or um, really budget friendly options as far as like breakfast in the morning and stuff. So, you know, there you go. Random. Next up um, on our list is planning out your food. So we're going to share some hacks about how you can really figure out like the best food places to hit because like we talked about, you don't always want to hit up like a Burger King or McDonald's, although those are everywhere. Um, You want something a little bit healthier or something that will stay with you and give you energy to drive. So if you're kind of like a foodie, kind of like Carrie and I are, we like to use TV food maps, which is actually just a website that has a list of all of like the celebrity chefs that have been on TV mentioned in like best places I've ever ate, things like that, that like if it happens to be along your route and Joe Schmo that lives here makes the best apple pie in the planet, then, you know, hit it up and it'll Mm -hmm. let you know. It's actually really cool. And you can try some really fun stuff. Yeah, you can just put in your destination. It's actually a phone app that you can download too. And um, you just put in like where you're going or where you're stopping at for the night and it'll show you really popular uh, restaurants in the area or things you can try out. Sometimes even food trucks show up on there. Yeah, lots of um, really great restaurants and features that show up on TV shows that are like on Food Network and stuff. So we love those. That's actually how we found some of our most favorite Mm -hmm. um, things, especially in Seattle and other places that we visited. We always go and we check out that tvfoodmaps.com and it gives you really good recommendations and we're never disappointed. Yeah. Another thing 
that we love to do is we love to just hit a farmer's market as we're driving through. Like, even if it's just like a little food stall on the side of the road, it doesn't have to be like a coordinated giant market, but even if it's just a food stall on the side of the road in a place where you've never been and you can try something like local from there. Like, if you've never had corn that is like very fresh off the cob, like less than an hour old, it's delicious. It really is. It's fun to try like regional cuisines, Mm -hmm. eat some cantaloupe from Colorado, have some berries from Texas. I mean, it it's really fun to do that because it's not something that you will be able to get at home. Yeah, even within the state, like you said, there's like Rocky Mountain specific cantaloupe. And we also have the Palisade peach here, which we've mentioned in our Colorado food scene episode. But yeah, so whether you're traveling in state or across the United States, always check out the local farmer's market and food scene. Next up, we want to talk about bringing some really good entertainment. So this is especially important if you guys have kids or maybe if you just have adults who get really bored quickly, you want something to be able to entertain you along the way. Yeah, I definitely need help staying awake when I'm driving. Mm -hmm. So some sort of entertainment really assists with that. We like to use audiobooks. Like that is our jam. We love to get ready for a trip, look on Audible or something for an audiobook, and download it, and then just listen to it the entire trip. It's great. Um, we actually do use Audible, but kind of a hack that you can do is you can sign up for Audible through Amazon, and it's just like 15 bucks a month for a subscription. You'll get one credit to download one uh, audiobook for free, and then you can just cancel it, and then you'll still be able to listen to that book, but normally that book would cost like 40 bucks if you were to buy it. Yeah, we especially love listening to all the Harry Potter books and also um, the Game of Thrones books. Yeah. So we haven't watched the Game of Thrones like series, but we love listening to the books. And those, yeah, those are like 40 or $50 if you were to buy them by themselves on Audible. So they, that's a really good hack, yeah. Um, just make sure you use the credit before you cancel it because the credits will go expire or go away. But if you just, you know, buy the book using the credits, you can continue listening to them all year in your library and they'll never go away. So it's really cool. Something else that I would do as a kid is my mom would give me dry erase markers and let me draw on the windows. Uh, I remember drawing like dinosaurs on there, or at least a giant dinosaur head, and I'd position myself in the back seat perfectly so that the <laughs> giant open Tyrannosaurus mouth would eat the cars that are going by. <laughs> and, rah, 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 and I'd be like, oh man, it has entertainment for hours for me. God, I was such a simple child. <laughs> No, that's amazing. And it's really good because dry erase markers are really easy to clean. And um, well, at least from like windows and stuff, maybe make sure your kid don't, you know, write in the car on, yeah. the, on the seat You look or back and the dog is like covered. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the dog's a canvas, mom. Oh, man. But that's a really good, that's a really fun hack. I would love to do that as a kid. Um, all right. So let's talk about packing some essentials. So road trip essentials that we love bringing with us. So there's... Everyone's going to have like their own list and their own special things that we that they like to bring, but we essentially just like to have wet wipes, hand sanitizers in our glove box. We always keep like extra forks and knives that we get from like drive-throughs and stuff. Plastic utensils, yes. yeah. And the wet wipes and hand sanitizers are more for me, I guess, or for ladies, because it's nice when you're staying overnight, maybe at like a rest stop or something, you can go in and use the bathroom and just like wash your face, wash your hands. You know, it's really nice to clean up, and especially if the place isn't so, you know, 
clean, mm-hmm. then at least you have stuff that you can clean up with. Yeah. That makes it great. And then the plastic utensils, we've actually found those to be super handy because not a lot of hotels or rest areas or anything have, you know, a way for you to eat food. And so you can go and get some food and like buy something like at the store. We like to get like sandwich stuff or crackers and cheese or whatever. And, you know, there's no way to like actually eat them. So those have come in very handy. Yeah. Another thing that we always bring with us is our portable travel charger. So this is something that uh, you can charge ahead of time and then you hook up to your devices, whether they're like a tablet or your phones, and it will charge them multiple times over uh, over a period of several days. You know, like we've actually even charged our phones like four or five times just with one charge from the portable charger. Yeah. So if you can't uh, find a you know, hookup or you're at an RV park, we'll say, or something that doesn't have electricity or whatever, you're in the middle of nowhere, you can still use a portable travel charger. And it's super useful also when you're traveling in an airplane. Yeah, definitely. Finally, one of my essentials is earplugs or sleep buds or whatever you want to call them. So there's lots of different ones. Um, Lately, I've been using and really interested in these like Bose sleep buds. They're pretty expensive. Um, We'll link to them over on the blog, but you can totally check them out. They actually, you can program them with like sounds of nature or like sleep sounds. And it'll even like, you can use the app that goes with it and it fully like blocks out all of the noise and helps you sleep really well. Also, you can just buy cheap earplugs to do that. But I have found between like, you know, the noise of the freeway and sometimes the noise of my husband who snores (laughs) (laughs) that really high quality, like noise canceling sleep buds are the way to go. Then you can sleep anywhere in your RV, your camping, outside, anything. And uh, it works really well. We always like to have an overnight bag also. Just like a separate bag that is not part of our luggage because we don't want to like lug our giant wheelie bag through the lobby and bring it all the way upstairs. So we just have like a backpack that is ready to go for when we're going to stay at like a hotel that we just grab. It's for like, you know, it has like deodorant and one change of clothes and that's about it. So it's just like grab and go. You hit the hotel, you're done. It helps a lot and it keeps it more streamlined. You also don't have to like Tetris your car to try to get to the stuff that's all the way in the back. Yeah, totally. So we also do this when we're traveling um, in flight as well, because, you know, sometimes airlines will lose your luggage. And so we always have like a a backpack or a quick overnight bag that we each carry that has, like you said, change of clothes and like the essentials. Essentials, Um, yeah. And and definitely any sort of valuables or anything too. You want to keep those on your person. You don't want to keep them in the car or on the, you know, airplane in some bag that might get lost. Um, So that's a really good thing that we've developed and i think is really smart Mm -hmm. all right so lastly let's talk about some cold climate road trips specifically since we do live in colorado and a colder region of the united states so change out your windshield wiper fluid definitely if you're from the south or you're from any like midwest state a lot of times they will actually put if you go to a place that that does it or you do it for yourself um they will actually usually give you some anti-bug windshield wiper fluid that is actually water-based it's water and soap so it'll freeze and we learned that lesson with your car when we were coming up from texas it was snowing and it was like yeah 10 degrees and carrie tried to use her windshield wiper fluid and it It just went nothing Mm -hmm. yeah that was really scary because with all of the people driving on the road and it gets really dirty and the snow will just like 
come up onto the front of your windshield. Yeah, the nasty spray. And there's no way to clean it off. So we kept having to pull off every couple miles and clean it with like a water bottle by hand because the windshield wiper fluid was frozen. So we have talked about that before. It's a really crazy, funny story, but definitely want to check out and make sure that, like you said, all of your fluids are good and they're going to work great for the place that you're going to be at the destination too. I think that it's most, the orange stuff is the bug stuff. That's water-based, and the blue stuff is alcohol-based, which won't freeze. Okay. I think that's, like, the rule of thumb. General rule. Yeah. Okay. So another one, this is just, like, another story that I have is make sure that you have either a four-wheel drive or some good snow tires if you're going to go to a place. I had some friends that were actually driving through California in the winter, and they were going over a pass, and... For some reason, there was a law that prevented them from going over the pass unless they either had snow tread tires, a four-wheel drive, or they had to buy chains. And I kid you not, the peop- there was people that were selling chains to these people that were unaware of the law. Unsuspecting victims. Yeah, it victims. was like, <laughs> yeah, unsuspecting victims. And it was like highway robbery where they were selling a set of change, chains for $400. Wow. And there wasn't even snow on the pass. But because the law was enforced, they had to do it. Mm-hmm. Wow. That's crazy. That That is like legitimately highway robbery. I yeah. know you said it as like a... Oh, no, it is. For real. So, okay. Well, that's really good to know. Yeah. So just be prepared for stuff like that. And also have some good tires on our car that is only a front wheel drive. It just came with some basic all season tires. And it can get kind of hairy. It's kind of like... Being let, putting a putting a bandaid on a stab wound. No, it's not the right tool for the job. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. All right. So before we sum up this episode, I'm really excited about this little segment because we reached out to everyone who follows us on Instagram and Facebook, and we asked you guys to share any of your own road trip essentials and travel hacks. And so the first uh, one that we want to feature is from Rocky Mountain Roamers, and they say that they love listening to podcasts while they're on the road. Um, Up and Vanished is a great one to listen to while road tripping, and they also love taking um, some trail mix with them to keep snacking on. They also recommend in the way of snacks are the energy bars from Pinot Blue. So you should definitely check that out. We'll talk more about that over on the blog. Um, We also got a really cool recommendation from Sierra Robertson who posted on the Facebook group and she said basically snacks are everything and you want to bring your own snacks. Um, She is a mom she said but it was even more true when she was a kid and uh, you know just really uh, loading up on those snacks and uh, cheese and crackers and jerky. I mean, who doesn't love that kind of stuff on a road trip? Um, Also, she recommends bringing your own water bottle, which is definitely a good idea with straws too, because that's something we actually do is we have our own water bottles, which we didn't mention in the show, but we totally could have. Um, and we also have our own like reusable steel straws. And that's really nice to go when you're on a road trip because you can reuse it and you don't have to buy or have plastic straws or whatever to take up a lot of room. So staying hydrated is a really important tip that Sierra shared. Um, and that's what we have so far for you guys. So thank you so much for submitting all of your recommendations and tips. We really appreciate it. And be sure to follow us over on Instagram and Facebook at hashtag Colorado Life. And we will be asking more of your tips and recommendations in the future i just have to say when it comes to trail mix my favorite trail mix is just the (laughs) m&ms so just eat the m&ms out of the trail mix and leave the rest of it there's also i will say in the way of snacks we're going to create a really fun uh you know maybe like camping recipes or snack thing soon but anyways uh we found these gourmet 
almonds that have like different flavors. You can buy them at like Whole Foods or whatever. Oh my gosh, they're so good. And they're like flavored the with The blue like, diamond ones, I yeah, think. Yeah, with like rosemary and garlic oh, and, yeah. and olive oil and all these things. It's delicious. That's so. like totally road trip food. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. But not as good as those M&M's. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> all right, that pretty much sums up the episode. Thank you so much for listening. We really do appreciate it. And to learn more about this episode and the resources that we shared, visit our website, hashtag coloradolife.com. And if you like the show, please leave us a review. It helps us get discovered by new listeners, and we'd love to hear what episodes you all enjoy. Thanks again for listening. Until next time, get out there, get on an awesome road trip, and explore our beautiful state.